Jane. Hello, everybody. That's what you like to hear at a book launch. Thank you, everybody, for coming out in this cold weather. I'm very, very glad at least the rain has stopped. Um, Jane's going to talk to you about the book in a minute, but um, well, I just wanted to say a few words about the writing of the book and how I came to do it. If you read Good Weekend a few weekends ago, you'll know that the book is about my search for a lost painting of my mother. Or at least that's what it started out being. It quickly became a lot more than that. The book has been described as being part art history, part detective story, and part meditation on the relations between mothers and daughters. In other words, something for everyone. <laughs> I was motivated to write this book after the death of my mother in 2005, when the portrait of her as a young girl came to me. I found it hypnotic and alluring, but also challenging. It held a story, I knew that much, and although I was not sure what that story was or would become, I decided that I wanted to tell that story. The painting, which I quickly learned was called Alice, a reference to Alice in Wonderland, rather than Girl in Red Beret, which is what my family had always thought was its title, soon had me going down all sorts of rabbit holes into previously undreamt of wonderlands. The book was tremendous fun to research and to write. As a journalist, I like nothing better than a good story. And this one has everything. Great characters, unexpected plot twists, an emotional thread, plenty of, of intrigue, and some as yet unresolved mysteries. It was an unusual book for me. It covers subjects such as art and war and international diplomacy, which I had not written about before. It's an immensely complex story spanning well over a century and with a large cast of characters. There were three central characters, my mother, the artist Constance Stokes, who painted her, and the Russian collector Lydia Mortil, who bought the portraits of her. Each of these women was lost in their own way. My mother's portrait as the Madonna was lost, as was my relationship with her. Constance Stokes was very much the lost artist, someone whose brilliant star has faded into virtual obscurity today. As for Lydia Mortill, well, she lost everything. In following the story of the painting and of these three women, I encountered an astonishing array of other people. I could hardly have foreseen that my search for a portrait that was painted in Melbourne in 1933 would involve encounters with such luminaries as Anna Pavlova, Feodor Shaliapin, the Ballet Russe and Nellie Melba, as well as locals such as Archbishop Mannix and Damien and Lyons, let alone Woodrow Wilson, Hitler, Stalin and the Foreign Minister of Latvia, <laughs> to name just some of the people who became part of the story. Nor could I have imagined that tracking that painting would take me from Melbourne to Moscow, from Canberra to Cairo, to Paris, New York, Riga, Hawaii and even Hollywood. Sadly, these travels were mostly virtual rather than actual, a testament to the modern miracle of internet-based research. The book was fun to research, but it was hell to write, at least until I was able to get the narrative structure worked out. That took a very long time, but I hope that I've got it right in the sense that the book is a good read. 
I couldn't have written this book without the help of a very large number of people, many of whom are here tonight, and I want to single some of them out for special thanks. Uh, one of my mentors in journalism is here, though mentor is not the word that we used to use. I used to call Max Such my boss uh, when I worked for him at the National Times. Um, he taught me to treat a story a bit the way a dog treats a bone. Never let it go, and if you don't, you'll often be rewarded with rich pickings. The other thing I learned from journalism that served me well in this research was to never be afraid to pick up the phone. Not all historical research needs to be in libraries and archives, important as they are. There are others here tonight in helped, who helped in many practical ways. Anne Loxley is the person who first identified my mother's portrait as being by Constance Stokes. Had she not been able to do that back in 1991, when she was the director of the SH Urban Gallery, this book could never have been written. Nicholas Pounder tracked down the book that my mother is holding in the painting after I was convinced that the artist had invented it and then he managed to buy it for me on eBay. Claire Roberts gave me tremendous encouragement and practical advice. Nicholas Jose read the manuscript and made some great suggestions on how to improve it. John Thompson read the manuscript with a careful eye to Melbourne details and help this Sydney cider avoid many potential embarrassments. Mara Mustafin translated letters from Russian and explained the Russian calendar to me. Baiba Berzins translated from the Latvian the wartime memoir of Nicholas Suna, which helped, some, helped solve some of the mysteries of Lydia Mortil. And Carly Wright took the wonderful photographs of the painting and of the author. I'm in debt to all of you. I want to give special thanks also to Chip Rowley, my beloved, who was infinitely patient while this project grew from good idea to realisation. As well as putting up with me babbling on about Constance Stokes and Lydia Mortell for more than three years, he read, he read many drafts of the manuscript and had great advice on how to structure the story. This is my third book launch in 10 years and the only one he's managed to be present for, and for that I'm especially grateful. <laughs> He's also damn lucky, because three strikes and he would have been out. <laughs> I also want to record my particular appreciation to some members of the Stokes family who are here tonight. Pam Pritchard is Constance Stokes' niece, and her brother John Stokes is Constance Stokes' nephew. And uh, I'm tremendously proud uh, that they're here. Uh, they uh, met with me, generously shared stories about Connie with me. Uh, their sister, Tina, uh, unfortunately was unable to come at the last moment, but I also wanted to thank Tina and her husband Terry Cole who showed me their magnificent collection of Stokes paintings. Finally, we would not be here tonight without the extraordinary generosity of the people who, when they heard that was nothing was planned to launch this book in Sydney, rallied round and made this event happen. To Taryn and Nathan Hocking from Serious Women's Business Conference, which I facilitate each year, who provided the wine, the wonderful Tyrrell's wine that we're drinking. To the numerous fairy godmothers and fathers solicited by Marianne O'Loughlin, I don't even know most of your names and I know many of you aren't even here tonight, so I can't name you, but I want to thank you for contributing the money that made this event possible. And finally, to Jean Sherman, who not only invited us into her wonderful space and contributed to the cost of this gathering, but also took on the added task of having to read the book so she should launch it, so she could launch it. 
So my sincere thanks and eternal gratitude to all of you, true friends indeed, and may I now call on Jean to launch the book.